Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. My talkers, congratulations. We made it to Friday. It is a not-so-beautiful Friday, but that's okay because it is Friday. The weekend is on its way. But until then, you're hanging out with Lori and Julia for a few hours here. And boy, is it going to be packed with music entertainment news, and much, much more, you guys. Let's have some fun. Let's Thanks, Grant. Happy oh, Friday, everybody. So happy that the Extreme Sandbox was last week with that beautiful fall-like <laughs> weather instead yeah. of this. Oh, can you imagine if we were out there in the rain and stuff? That would have been hard. Ooh, we would have been muddy. It we would have been right. muddy, and it just was nicer That's, for the... That was like... The tires would have been so much more slippery. Oh, Lordy, <laughs> think Lordy. Maybe I would have gone faster. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> they would have stuck in the sand. Oh, my gosh. Oh, <sighs> All um, right. Very excited, too. Well, I was excited for two trailers that I saw. One okay. I saw yesterday, which was... The Real Housewives of Orange County, Heather Dubrow is back, and everything will make sense again in the world of Orange County. That looks like it's going to be so good. When does that start again? It should be starting up pretty soon. It might overlap with Salt Lake City. Okay. And then HBO dropped um, a trailer for And Just Like That, which is the Sex in the City revival. And we always heard that it was going to be like uh, sometime in December, but... Uh, the first two episodes will release on Thursday, December 9th. It's a 10-episode limited series. We have a trailer. It's posted. It's good, but it, yet we watched it and I said, it looks good, but I don't know anything it's going to be about. Well, it's just like skipping over, but I mean, just the her narrating that and the music. And, and the clothes. Charlotte walking into her foyer and arranging her orchids. That was right on point. And being at a restaurant. And I mean, I just was like, <gasps> I think it's going to be great. And interesting that it's dropping on Thursdays instead of Fridays or Sunday. Mm. You know, Thursday, we haven't heard things dropping on a Thursday. I kind of like it. I don't think it makes any difference. You don't think so? It doesn't matter with this stuff? No, not anymore. Not anymore. The only night that really is appointment, like people want their Sunday night shows. Right. And there are Thursday night shows, like Big Sky moved from Tuesday to Thursday. Maybe There's, Thursday. I mean, that was the big night on NBC back, in, yeah. Yeah, back was, in the day. But now they have Thursday night football that I think kicks everyone's Probably. Butt. And then I was so sweet. We just had a glimpse of the late Willie Gerson because, of course, he was all done filming his scenes for and just like that. But it looks good. And he passed good. away. Oh, in, I said the late Willie oh, Gerson. Did you? Yes, Is that, did. Was I supposed to pick up on that clue? Yeah. It's Friday. Um, but anyway, uh, it looks good. It looks really good. So December 9th for your 
HBO Max. Uh-huh. So if we're you, ready. If you haven't figured out that yet, because I have a friend who has HBO and she goes, how do I do the HBO Max? I said, don't even ask me. No, we're not talking about this We anymore. required a kid to come over. <laughs> yep, that's what we're here that for. That was the one of the harder ones. Mm-hmm. My but, parents still haven't figured it out. And I've been over there and I've set it up for them. And somehow it got unsigned it got, in. You can't, you can't get it back once you lose it on Comcast, you know? Right. Like if you are subscribed to Comcast, you can't, somehow it doesn't come back. HBO I Max? had to go to a different TV to start all over again. I couldn't get it back. Hmm. Well, oh. HBO Max, you load. Like, I know, that was but that it wouldn't thing. come back. I mean, it's very yeah. difficult. It's very, so, HBO, HBO did not win the streaming thing. User mm-hmm. is not very user friendly. Let's put it that way. Yeah, yeah no, not at not all. Not like the other ones. Nope. So anyway, that is posted. We didn't post um, Real Housewives of Orange County, but people who are fans of that show. They've seen it and they're excited that um, Heather is back. And uh, we've got some new housewives. And Vicky and what's her name are not back. See, you never liked Orange County, but never, that's that's no. the OG of all the houses. That's where it started at all. So not interested. Yeah, yeah. So good. So good. I'm just telling you. You're just saying it. You're yeah. just saying it. I gave up on Will Smith. Reading, Did you? Reading to me. You couldn't take his what acting? So, yes. <laughs> he was acting while he was reading. That was the discombobulating oh. of the I couple played, minutes you played for I us. I could play it for you guys. It is very much... He's too dramatic for... for He's acting out his book instead. He should have had maybe someone else read here, it. Here, listen to this. Right? reduction in the yearly tuition. They knew that Lourdes was so much better academically than the local public schools, so they insisted that I tough it out. The breaking point came halfway through my eighth grade year. No. It's intense. It's so yeah. intense. I feel like he's yelling at me. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. that's it. I mm. feel like I'm being yelled at and it is so and it's you know, he's got a good story, but I'm really bummed and then and then Jason came by and he says you have to have to have to hang out with Katie Couric. Yeah. So I did download that. You're gonna let her read to you. I'm gonna let her read to me now. <laughs> There's something about well, it makes me wanna walk further. It's like when you listen to a podcast. Yeah. You know, when I, I well, sometimes ba- listen to my talk as I walk, it makes me want to go further. Barbara Streisand is going to need to live another at least 10 years because at last report, her memoir was 900 pages. Oh, Think how my. long it's going to take her to record it, even wow. if they edit it down to 700. Yeah. Because <laughs> she might want to read it. I feel like she would read it's, it. It's not, Jessica Simpson was so good reading hers. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey was excellent. Yeah. Will Smith is too intense, but I'm excited to hang out with Katie. Yeah. But we have so many books. Alan Askin's new book, that is so good. He's a Minnesota author. He's on next, I think it's Tuesday, Laurie. Yeah, he is. All right, listen, we're going to go. Hey, everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. Well, it has been far too long since we talked to our friend Larry Farr, but he's with us today. Get growing with Larry Farr. Hi, Larry. Hi, Larry. Hey, ladies, how are you? Fantastic. We are good. Uh, I think some of us might have done some of this uh, last weekend, but of course, I know a lot of people that are like, I haven't done anything to my planters. I haven't done anything to my window box. Help. And I'm like, Larry Farr is coming on our show, and he's going to give us some help. Let's start with... And that snowfall today got everybody thinking about it. We have to get that first snow to get to change our mindset. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's talk about you know winter planters, and it does. It feels like more people are doing this than before. I, I just feel like a lot of people are like, we like our summer and fall. 
you know, planters and stuff. And then, you know, winter, it seems to be getting more popular. Well, yes, it is. And one thing I see year after year is in Minnesota, we spend more per capita in our yards and gardens than they do any in any other state in the country. And that's because we change everything out so often. Yeah, it's, it's expensive, right? Yeah. And also, it's so many more people doing evergreen planters. We've seen the price of those spruce tops come up quite a bit. They're now a, bun, a two-foot bundle is now anywhere from about $32.99 up to $39.99 for 12 of them. So it's, it's supply and demand. You know, mm-hmm. They're harvested in northern Minnesota and Canada. They're swamp spruce. So they're a renewable resource, but people have to go out and physically cut these off, bundle them, and with more demand and less supply, the prices have been going up. Right. All right. So you start out with something key that we can use our dirt that we used in our summer plants. Uh, absolutely. There's no reason to dump the dirt out for these unless you've got it really root bound where you can't stick the, uh, the, the plants in there, the spruce top into it. But you can just leave the same soil in there. Use it this winter again and then dump it out and freshen it up next spring. Okay. So take us through, take us through an evergreen planter. All right, so the first thing, you've got the soil still in there. You want to create height. And now that can be done with, say, a two-foot spruce top, but it might be less expensive for you if you're going to do a number of planters to go with the four-foot spruce uh, tops. Those can range about 45 to $50 for a bundle of five, but they're so much bigger. So you put that in, that gives you your height, and then you can fill it in with less expensive things like white pine, red pine, um, curly willow, um, birch poles and pine cones, which you can use year after year, the birch poles and the pine cones. I've got some that I've reused now for about 10, at least 10 years. I've been on the farm for five, and I know I used them at least five when I lived in the city. So there's some things like those birch poles, pine cones you can use year after year mm-hmm. to save some money. Mm-hmm. But then you can also go into your own yard. So fill it in with that white pine um, or the red pine, which is less expensive, and then go out into your yard and look around what you've got. You might have dried hydrangea blooms that work really well. You might have some red twig dogwood in your yard that you can cut down, or there's red twig dogwood. You often see it in ditches. Um, If you don't have it in your own ditch, if you're driving somewhere, maybe out in the country, you could go and ask a farmer if you could cut them out of the ditches. Most of them would say yes. So there's other inexpensive ways to create your planters. Okay. Love it. And then this is the key. All right, go ahead. I think what you were going to say, and I was just going to add this, was you have to keep them, you have to make a fresh cut on those evergreen stems as you stick them into the pot, but then you have to keep them watered until that ground freezes. They will take up water just like a Christmas tree, and then it also helps if you spray them with a product like, say, Wilt Proof or Wilt Stop. You spray that on the evergreens. It helps hold the moisture in on them so they will stay greener a lot longer into the spring season. Yeah, mine usually die. And you've told me this every year. I think, Mm -hmm. Larry, you tell us this. So that is something really, I think, to deal with. So will you listen to me and do it? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. (laughs) Hey, that's all I can hope for. <laughs> uh, your your pots are getting wet today. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so they're they're getting uh, yeah, some water. Very. <laughs> yep. Okay. What um, about what about some other winter blooming things that we should be thinking about right now? Well, you know what? I just posted on Facebook and get growing some tips on holiday cactus, which holiday cactus encompass oh, Thanksgiving I love them. cactus, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and Easter. Um, so they bloom on based on shorter day lengths 
and cool temperatures. And the holiday cactus for a long time were kind of considered your grandmother's flower and plant, but they, the last couple of years, have just taken off in popularity. So if yours are not blooming, put them in a room that gets at least 12 or more uh, hours of uninterrupted darkness every single night. Even turning a light on in the room can be enough to disrupt the bloom cycle. So put them in a spare bedroom, and they like between 50 and 60 degree days uh, or 50 to 60 degree temperatures, and that darkness and cooler temperatures is what trigger blooms. Um, a lot of the cactus that you'll see in garden centers and stuff that are labeled um, Christmas cactus are actually Thanksgiving cactus. Um, again, I posted on Facebook how you can see the different leaves. We'll tell you what they are. And they bloom on those shorter days. So Thanksgiving bloom first, then we get the Christmas ones, and then the Easter need a longer period of shorter days. So they bloom uh, later in winter going into spring. That's something I never knew is that they needed this long period of interrupted darkness. I never knew that no because my mom my mom has one that just keeps blooming but she faces you know north in the winter so yep so it's getting that darkness they also like to be really root bound when they're those four weeks five weeks while you're waiting for them to set blooms they also like to be kept a little bit on the drier side and once they set buds then you can uh, start your normal watering and once they get buds you can move them out of the cool room into somewhere else in your house. If the buds are really small and you move it, they might drop the buds. So wait until they start showing some color. Then you can move it to another room in your house. Okay, whoever knew that, Lori? I didn't. All right, what about... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say the holiday cactus are light-sensitive, just like poinsettias. Those also set color based on very uh, short uh, day lengths. So they're very similar. Okay, I never knew that either. So with our poinsettias, we're supposed to keep them away from the sun? Nope. Once you get them, once they've set color, you can have them in bright sun. But if you were one to keep it year after year, you would have to put that in, a say, a bedroom and really watch the uninterrupted 12 or more hours of darkness. So once you buy them and they've got the colors on them, you're good to go. But if you were to keep it to get to rebloom year after year, you'd have to do all that. Who does that? Right. <laughs> who, who does that is exactly right. <laughs> I don't even do that. <laughs> okay, you also talk about, you know, protecting our tree trunks. Yeah, so now is the time if, you, if you've got, say, a crab apple, a linden, a maple tree, any of the soft um, uh, trunk trees or, you know, the soft bark trees, to either wrap them with that wrap or put the uh, white plastic tubes around them. That does a couple things. It prevents sun scald, which is um, the trunk starts growing on a a warm, sunny day. So the cells in that trunk get active. Um, They start um, moving around and all that. Then they freeze, and they they go through this thawing freeze, and that can scar the side of the trunk. But the other thing about wrapping, which happens to so many people, especially with crab apples, is um, rabbits, rabbits mostly, but sometimes mice start chewing and girdling the tree, which is chewing all the bark off it. So you have this beautiful tree, which the rabbits or the um, mice have chewed the bark off, and that can lead to death of the tree. So this is the time of year you want to get out there and uh, wrap those trees uh, and protect them for the winter months ahead. And you do it with the tubing? No, or what? You can do it. You can do it with you've got either the plastic tube um, that you can snap around them, or you can buy. Um, it, it's a usually a brown um, wrap that you put around it. It almost looks like a bolt of ribbon or something. Okay. You can wrap that all the way around it as well. But you want to protect those trunks of those trees. Okay. 
Okay, never knew that either. I didn't oh, either, my... and I have a beautiful crab uh, yeah, apple so tree. Yeah, so do I. Who, who knew all and this? And a lot of bunnies in, in the yard, mm-hmm. Larry Farr. There's a lot of bunnies. Yes, there are. You know, I'm, when I was in the city, there were so many bunnies. And when I first moved to the farm, there were bunnies. But then I think we have this thing called coyotes. Mm-hmm took care of that, so I don't have to deal with that right now, luckily. (laughs) Um, We move that to the plus side of living There you go. That's right. Um, We got to ask you, because this was, um, um, Auntie Marlene loved the amaryllis bulbs, and she loved, because she didn't, you know, have a garden. She had an apartment, and so she liked amaryllis and paper whites. What do we need to know about those? Well, now's the time to get those planted. When you buy them now and uh, plant them up, I really recommend you buy the big individual bulbs and okay. not those kits. You'll see those boxes, right. the uh, soil and everything. Those bulbs, one, they're smaller, and you want a, a bigger bulb makes more flowers. And also the soil in those kits is peat moss because they can't ship potting soil into the United States. So they have to use peat moss. And that doesn't hold water as well. It doesn't hold the plant as well. Mm-hmm. So buy an individual bulb, plant it up in a pot that is just slightly bigger than the bulb. You don't want it in a big pot. Right. Use potting right. soil. Keep about two-thirds of the bulb exposed above the soil. So about a third of it is down below the soil. And then I like to put some small pebbles, rocks on top of the soil. It helps hold that bulb in place because when they start growing, when they set that bloom, they easily mm. tip over. Putting some rocks on top helps hold it down and keeps it from tipping. They're so pretty. That is a good tip because, yes. yeah, the box ones don't always, uh, they last like a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? It, I don't like the saying, but when it comes to the amaryllis bulbs, size does matter. Bigger bulbs, <laughs> more flowers. <laughs> and is it the same thing with paper whites? Uh, paper whites. You want, uh, yeah, you can get a bigger bulb. You don't see the, the size, as much size differentiation yeah. in those. Yeah. Those you're just going to take a dish, um, something that uh, is, doesn't have a drainage hole in it. You're going to put some rocks in the bottom, some small pebbles, river rock or something like that. Set the bulbs in it, add a few more rocks around them, and then just put the water in so that it touches the bottom of the bulbs. Um, you don't want them sitting in water. Um, let them, put them in a, a place that doesn't have a lot of bright direct light let them get rooted and then once those are done blooming uh they have to go into your compost pile yeah. where amaryllis bulb with a little bit of work you can get that to rebloom year after year All right. oh my gosh this was so helpful i'm so glad that you reached out to us and this is larry Farr. get growing with larry Farr on facebook or get growing mn on instagram always giving us new information honey it's so great to talk to you i hope we talk to you soon We'll talk soon. Have a great rest of the day. You have right. a, you Thanks, too. Larry. Thanks, Larry. All right, what are we coming back with, Larry? Uh, when we come back, uh, we've got all the inside details and just uh, everything more on Paris Hilton's wedding, including the photos, including all the looks. It's posted on the Lori and Julia show page. We'll be right back. Why are we playing Elvis? I can't help falling in love because last night when Paris Hilton got married, she walked down to the aisle to this song, but not the Elvis version, her friend, pop star, German pop star EDM, Kim Petras, um, sang this song. I can't help, which doesn't seem like, but anyway, that's who, that's what she walked down the aisle. I know a couple of people have walked down the aisle to Can't Help Falling in Love. No, no, I did. I, feel I like didn't. this would be something you would walk down no, the aisle to. No, I never did. And then, um, 
Uh, but anyway, so Kim Petras and I, the photo, the photos are posted uh, just kind of about the wedding, two separate stories, but Paris Hilton's Oscar de la Renta gown, which she wore four gowns last night, but the wedding gown that she got married in is stunning. So gorgeous. Stunning. Absolutely. I, I texted it to a couple people saying if I ever got married again, I'd want to wear something this gorgeous. Oh, it's so stunning. That's a first time bride. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that's a first time bride. It's so long sleeve, the embroidery, the veil, um, the 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 bridesmaids dress. I love rich people weddings. So do I. It is so much fun to look at the photos. I mean, it's going to be a three night event. They're having a carnival at the Santa Monica Pier, which means they bought out the whole pier. Right, of course. Okay. Oh, uh, the that's whole, awesome. Every business, mm-hmm. all the rides, and then a black tie soiree. 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 Somewhere. Soiree. Dwywub. Soiree. <laughs> on Saturday, Dwywub. On wherever that is, and we don't know. And you know, the state that she got married, she got married at, used to be her great-grandfather's, but it, they just rented the home sure. from whoever owns sure. it now. And it, and apparently, so oh my gosh. so her docu thirteen part docu series, um, Paris and Love starts on Peacock. It started last night. Last night. So even you're still gonna get footage from this wedding because I guess there are a gazillion cameras and you'll get it from the from the Santa Monica Pier and the soiree and things like that. So it's really gonna be that'll be more down the road because they're filming sure. all of that now. But like last night's episode was her talking about you know we were seeing other stuff like. She's more confessing, you know, like there's some of the engagement. So they've been filming oh, since yeah. like March. And the ring, Lori, the engagement oh, ring that this guy um, who is um, a capitalist, venture capitalist, Carter Ream, mm-hmm. he, it was designed by Jean Dosette, who's the great grandson of Louis Cartier. Wow. And ring. so is, is the design, I mean, just looking at the Art Nouveau, Nouveau aesthetics and yeah. the vaulted glass seal, it's beautiful. I, I like the photo of them. Of course, everybody is always beaming when they walk back down the aisle when you're newly married. But I mean, we don't usually see Paris with a beaming smile. She has a very practice smile that she does. And both she and her husband just are full out giving us all the teeth. And the biggest smile. Oh, it's so sweet. It's really cute. And when you think about the guest list, okay, so... It wasn't that well high octane as far as like it was, I don't know. But here's who was there. I mean, we had Demi Lovato. She was there singing. Yes. And her foot, she stumped a foot or something. She had foot surgery, so she has one foot in a boot. Yeah. We had Paula Abdul there doing some singing or something. We had her friends from grade school or high school from 90210. You had Kim Kardashian. You had Nicole Richie there. You had, who was the one that we thought had Garrett Headlands? Emma Roberts was there. Mm -hmm. Um, And and Rachel Zoe. Rachel Zoe. And who was the lovely country singer that we just saw the other night? The blonde in the blue dress that we loved. Oh, Carly Pierce? Yeah, she was there. And, um, the pictures are all posted on, at my talker. They're also on the Lori and Julia show page. They're stunning. Demi saying, I will always love you. Mm-hmm. They danced to Just the Way You Are by Bruno oh, Mars. That's best song. Good song, right? Um, I guess her dad gave an amazing speech. Casino magnet Steve Wynn. I was surprised. Apparently, he's an old family friend. Cameras were forbidden. Throughout the evening, only Paris's uh, peacock crew could okay. be doing the cameras. Okay. 
But for a show being filmed, it felt like a family event because it was only a wedding of about 200 people. Mm-hmm. Catered by Wolfgang Puck of mm-hmm. Spago. Yeah. And oh. when they left, every guest, guest got a pair of Baccarat votive holders on the way out, along with two bottles of cologne in bottles designed like a bride and groom marked the Paris Hilton wedding collection. Oh, <laughs> Honestly, um, and the cake is posted on People Magazine. It's the six-tier cake that, in the middle of it, it looks like it has a has a merry-go-round. Yeah, um, that's lit up, and it's got a crown on the top. It's gorgeous. I yeah. can't even imagine how much that cake was. Here's what one anonymous guest told Page Six: There were cameras hanging from trees. So many cameras, you couldn't put a bite of food in your mouth without cameras looking down on that's you. That's funny. So, but they uh, also said, but it did, it felt like a family thing because it was only 200 people mm-hmm. and it was all people that they know really right. well and, and have it, known for for a long time. And of course her aunts, Kyle Richards and Kim Richards yeah. from, nine, from Beverly Hills Housewives. And her bridesmaids were pale blush pink, mm. probably the only really color of a bridesmaid's dress that I always love because it... Pretty much will look good on just about everybody. You know what it does, Lori? It I does. Was, I was a bridesmaid in a wedding it, where we wore pale pink. It was beautiful. 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 It's not like such a jarring color. Yeah. My first wedding dress, Julia, was pale blush, lace overlay, deep plunge in the back. I wish I came could to see my knees. I'll, sh- I'll have to dig up a picture. Dig up a picture. That'd it be fun to see. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous dress. And it was all, so it looked, it was lace over right. a blush. And had long sleeves. My dress was and the long sex sleeves. Was, the sexy was in the back. Mm-hmm. It was cut down low. Okay, you know what I'm saying? You know. I love that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it just Cut looks down low in the back? Gorgeous. I love it. How how fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of want to watch this docu-series. Same. And I never thought I would. But now looking at the pictures, then I'm thinking, because we really will peek into some opulence in some part you know we don't see this i'm totally watching paris and love yes. i would have watched it last night had i known i tried to watch your cooking show no that was watching the cooking i did show. i did try I, to watch yeah. it yeah was it bad yeah i couldn't do it yeah it was too cheesy because <laughs> it was like use craft macaroni and cheese and put it in a cup and make a muffin kind of thing yeah oh. and a poor, apparently kim came with her a friend and paris's friend kimora lee simmons but they went through kim a kardashian yeah through a secret entrance uh, at the back of the Bel Air estate. Um, and remember, Kim Kardashian was Paris Hilton's um, Girl Friday, kind of. Not really. They, they were friends. They were friends. To yeah. say that is to dismiss that the, these girls have known they each other since like uh, second or third grade or something like that. They're childhood friends. Mm-hmm. Their parents knew each other. It, it's, it's a lavish wedding, Julia. That's all I have to say is that I will totally... Uh, be watching, and I guess he didn't want to be in the show at all. As most people don't. Yeah, he didn't As want to. As most significant others don't want mm-hmm. to be in a reality TV show. I mean, look what happens in them. It's her first marriage, her fourth engagement. Congratulations, Paris. You look totally happy. Julia and I will watch this show. We'll report back on it. Nemo Roberts didn't go with her husband, Garrett Hedlund. That's the only gossip, really, from the story. Or her boyfriend. Right. Her we're going to dig around and see what happened with those two. Mm-hmm. We'll be right back. Hang out with us. This is My Talk 1071.